Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Just because I'm not a CEO of my own company or just because I didn't create an app that's saving lives or or anything like that. That doesn't mean that my story doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that I don't matter. That doesn't mean that I'm not a badass woman in tech because I am. Traveling New Zealand, featuring and celebrating amazing women in tech all across the North Island and South Island, I came across James with Werewolf, and man, was he helpful in connecting me to the women in tech community in order to enable me to empower these incredible women to move forward. So just passionate about women in tech. My name is James Burns. I'm Chief Marketing Officer at Werewolf, the app for venture tourism operators. I've had the pleasure of working for a lot of really smart women, and uh, both in tech and outside of tech. And it's just generally been my experience over the last 20 years that there's not nearly enough women's voices in leadership roles in, in tech companies. And so I just think it's important that we have that sort of voice. Uh, myself, I have two young daughters who say are four and six. And I want to make sure that when they get to an age where they're ready to start their first company, that they have all the opportunity and support that they need. Werewolf makes it easy for adventure tourism operators, everything from skydiving companies and bungee operators to jet boating and rafting companies to go paperless, to handle the guests from arrival all the way through departure, um, check them in through a really beautiful custom-branded iPad app, ask them a lot of key questions, take that data to build a customer marketing database. Werewolf was recognized by Deloitte in their Fast 50 Awards for this year as the rising star one to watch. And as we move to the United States, it's really important that we continue to capitalize on the kind of growth that we've experienced over the last three years. And we're doubling, tripling size of company annually. Queenstown is the adventure capital of the world. We have 150 plus adventure tourism operators just within a 10 minute drive of where we're sitting right now. Any activity you can think of you'd want to do, you can do it. Bungee jumping was invented here. Jet boating was invented here. I mean, there's so much that happens here. There's so much innovation around the adventure topic that we're really primed well to leverage that. And that's no better place for us to be based. Be sure to explore more about Werewolf at GetWerewolf.com. That's G-E-T-W-H-E-R-E-W-O-L-F.com. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. I am in Auckland, New Zealand. So excited to be here. It's been awesome celebrating women in tech across the country, the North Island and the South Island. And now I have Kayla. I was lucky to connect with Kayla online. She'll get into the story. But Kayla, hello. Hi. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do and how we met. Uh, Yeah, I'm Kayla Allison. I actually met you on Instagram because I was listening to your podcast as I was working and her, you know, saw that you're, you were in New Zealand. I was like, Whoa, that's random. Like totally what ra- random. What a random <laughs> thing. Like, why is she in New Zealand? That's really cool. So of course I commented on one of your photos. I was like, I'm in New Zealand. I'm a woman in <laughs> and did not expect you to respond at all, but then you did. And it's, yeah. I, it was so cool. First of all, I'm terrible on Instagram. 
so that I even saw the comment. I was excited. <laughs> and then, yeah, totally. And then you sent me this cool um, women in film event, too. What was that about? Oh, yeah. So I uh, well, it's mostly for my own benefit because I'm quite selfish, but <laughs> I, uh, I really wanted to meet more women that were interested in independent film and I wanted to make more friends and I wanted to go like have this kind of woman empowerment, but also appreciate the arts. So I started my own club in Auckland. So, and tell us. Uh, so the club's called IWWIF or Independent Women Watching Independent Films. Basically, it's just a monthly club that we meet up. Uh, I've actually already had two meetups this month. Tonight is the next one. So unfortunately, you can't make it. Um, but yeah, the first one was really cool. We went and saw Hypocrites, which is a 1915 film by Lois Weber. Insane film. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of mm -hmm. it, but it's basically this woman made this film. There's nudity in it. It's like anti-religious. It was a wild movie to make at the time. Um, she also used double negatives. So it was like really advanced for the time too. Um, nobody wanted it to be made. There were riots over it. And she still got it done. Paramount Pictures made it, and it's incredible. Like, it's just so good. Because I hear that in the film, I don't know much about the film industry, but I hear in the film industry it's a little bit similar to the tech industry where women are really pushing forward and, and making changes within that industry, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at the interviews, you look at uh, Jessica Chastain, and um, you look at Time's Up movement, which is, you know, essentially this similar movement to, to Me Too, of women that have just had it. They've just had enough. You look at people like Harvey Weinstein and the things that have been coming out and even smaller cases like um, Aziz Ansari and, you know, just the things that are changing, the speeches that are happening, um, Oprah Winfrey's speech that was out. Um, it's definitely changing. Um, so let's get into your passion for technology and, yeah. and where we're sitting, where I am. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I actually started, weirdly enough, I was in art school for photography way back in um, 2010. Well, let's start today. Yeah. Where are you today? Where am I today? Yeah. Today, so I'm an IT procurement specialist for Downer New Zealand. Um, and basically what I do is I make sure everyone in the company has a working mobile phone. Um, I, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's intense. It's about like when everyone's so addicted to their phone. <laughs> yeah, it's about 6,000 people. Um, and so we've got three different um, service providers that we deal with. Um, we have uh, certain users that actually have to, we have to download apps to their phone before we even send it out. So there's a lot of different variables in it. Um, there's a lot of uh, processing. Um, there's a lot of dealing with the connection side of things. So disconnecting. Uh, making sure people aren't going over their data usage, right? Really in depth stuff. So, and you started your journey in art school. Yeah. Okay. So now jump back. Okay. Yeah. Now we'll go back. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I wanted to go to art school for photography, um, but then I I was just not a great student. I yeah. think I was really young. I didn't know what I was doing, so I needed direction, and I joined the military. What? I went Wait. from <laughs> Wait, art school to the military, Art school to the military. Yeah. Um, so extreme. And anybody that knows me or meets me is always like, wait, what? You were in the military? Like, I don't understand how that yeah. happened. And because uh, you're so sweet and friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, but I, I, I joined and the job that I actually got was um, information technology specialist. So that's where my t love for tech began, really. 
Um, so I learned binary and I learned how to configure switches and routers and set up a network. Um, so wait, just real quick. Yeah. <laughs> why the military? Like why art school to the military? Um, I was honestly on like a downward slope. I think I was just, I was getting into trouble. Yeah. I was, you know, smoking weed a lot yeah. and partying and I just wanted direction. And I think I just felt really lost. And one day I literally walked to the mall and I went in and, and the only person that was open was the army. The Navy was closed. The Marines were closed. The Air Force was closed. Did you go to the mall for that or you were just shoe shopping or something? No, no, no. I went to the mall like looking for direction, I guess. And I, I, Did, I like, you knew wanted, they would be at the mall. I knew they would be at okay. the mall. Yeah. And I, I wanted to talk to, I don't know, the Air Force or the Navy. I yeah. never really thought about the army, but. Yeah. Of course, this guy pokes his head out and he's like, oh, do you want some water? Well, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. So I'm like, yeah. It's Wait, you're really in hot. Phoenix, Arizona? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's just so much. <laughs> so much. You guys get ready for a bouncing match. This is match. like a real yeah. long saga. Yeah. Yeah. This is great, though. OK, wait. We'll get to that in a second. OK, okay. so you talked to the Army guy. So I talked to the Army guy. Um, of course, you know, his job is to recruit people. So he's really selling it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll come back tomorrow. So I come back, I take the test. Um, he's like, basically, these are your job options from how well you did. I'm like, well, I don't want to be a cook. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like IT, that sounds great. I can do that. Yeah. Um, and so I have to go to basic training in Oklahoma, which is a terrible place. This is crazy. <laughs> and so now we're in New Zealand right now. We're in New Zealand right now. We're in Auckland, but you're American. I'm American. And where are you from? I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. And when did you move to New Zealand? Um, February of last year. So you went to the U.S. Army. Yes. This whole time we're talking, I'm thinking you went to the Kiwi Army. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, the Kiwi Army doesn't do a whole lot because they don't That's really need I, to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just made it like super more. Yeah. I was like, in my head, I'm like, well, it wasn't like the U.S. Army. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it was. No, I've only been here for a little over a year. Do you know, it's funny that my interpretation of the U.S. Army um is a place where people can find direction, actually. It really like One is. of my good friends joined the Marines because he just wanted that guidance. It really is. And it's, it's very hard. It does change you. And it shows you what you're capable of in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, physically and mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely taught me a lot. Um, I know that I, I, I don't know if I would do it again, yeah. um, but I'm glad that I did it. And it brought you to the world of IT. It definitely brought me to the world Which of IT. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the closest thing I got to IT before that was, you know, coding my own MySpace page. Oh, that's <laughs> how I learned how to code. Yeah, HTML. Yeah, yeah because you wanted things like, to look cool. I want my stuff to look cool. Yeah. I want to hide my song so totally. nobody can see it, you know, and totally. all of those things. That's where it all began, oh really. Oh, gosh, but, me too. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, that's um, the only downfall of Facebook is that you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, so many of us learned how to code from MySpace pages. I feel like that needs to be recreated today. Absolutely. To, completely. Um, okay, so jumping all over the place, yes. you go through the that's army. Right. Yeah. How do you end up in New Zealand? So I ended up in New Zealand. I was working, um, well, this is another crazy thing that I did. I was working for Toyota Financial Services as an analyst. After the Army. After the Army. Um, this is, you know, years after the Army. And um, 
I was just fed up with working in an office. So I went to the Conservation Corps. I was in AmeriCorps and I was building trails and working in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You are badass. (laughs) You're like Angelina Jolie and Tomb Raider. I'm just a lost person that tries new things. Um, You are the last thing, (laughs) the lost. You're just not. (laughs) Okay, Um, go ahead. So I'm doing conservation work and obviously, like, like most young 20 something year olds, I'm on Tinder cause I'm yeah. single. Yeah. And so I meet somebody that's actually from New Zealand. Yeah. And, uh, the first thing that we have in common is I love Taika Waititi cause I love films. I, I have, you a, love what Taika Waititi. He's a What's director. That? Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, so he's like, I've driven in his films. I've done stunt driving. I'm like, what? No way. Yeah. That's so cool. So, uh, crazy whirlwind romance. I'll try to just like synopsis. Yeah. Um, so he, we meet up, we spend three days together. That's it. Then he has to go back to New Zealand. Yeah. And meanwhile, this is like when I'm, I'm still doing the conservation work. I'm actually in Texas at the time. Yeah. And you meet this guy in Texas. You meet this Kiwi guy in Texas. In Texas, in Canyon, Texas, which is like nowhere. Why was he there? (laughs) Um, so he was doing the cannonball run, which is like, a drive from New York to LA without stopping in a oh, car yeah. that can't be newer than 1979. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we meet, we spend three days together. He goes back to New Zealand. We do the long distance thing. Then he comes, he meets my whole family, all my friends. And then I'm like, yep, I'm going to move to New Zealand. And then what happened? <laughs> and I moved to New Zealand. Are you guys still together? We're still together. Um, <laughs> WT, your life. <laughs> what? He's also Fiji Indian, and I live with his entire family. Um, so his mom, his brother, his sister, his Hence dad. Hence why the interview can happen at your house. <laughs> yeah, it would have been crazy. His grandparents live in a house behind their house. And I feel like I'm in a weird sitcom because, honestly, we're moving out soon. But we're moving literally just to the house next door, just five feet away. There's only a fence dividing between, like, where we'll live and his family. Do you like living in New Zealand? Um, I do and I don't. It's been really hard uh, to make friends. And I feel like I really do miss the community in downtown Phoenix. I mean, I don't know if you've been there, but it's, it's a really thriving city right now. I feel like in the past five years, it's just shot up. Yeah. And more and more people are moving there. Uh, more and more people are moving to Scottsdale and like the tech community has really grown. Yeah. Um, so it's a really cool city. It's a really good community there. And it's really good to know. And here I feel like it's not that it's not like that yeah. as well, but it's harder to get into. It's harder to find. It's not as accessible. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, the city is harder to get to here yeah. than it yeah. is in Phoenix. So yeah. yeah. I just experienced that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree. I was in Auckland for a week at the start of the New Zealand tour, and it was a very hard city con- to connect with the startup culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um, it's been difficult. But and, you know, the weather is another thing, too. If I'm you know, I'm from Phoenix, so I'm used to pretty much amazing weather all year round. Yeah. And here it's just constant rain in the winter. And that yeah. was something to get used to as well. Let's get back into um technology and how it impacts your world today. What does your day-to-day look like? Uh, So my day-to-day basically come in. I've got a pretty flexible work schedule, which is nice, but I try to stick to um, like the exact same hours every day just because it gives me a routine. So I come in um, no later than 830. Usually I'm here by eight. And um, insane, by the way. (laughs) uh, So I start the day, um, check my emails, um, look at what's in our mobile order queue, 
Um, we've got a new employee that's um, working with us. Um, so she's taking care of a lot of, I guess, the, I don't want to say like more menial tasks, but more administrative tasks that I used to take care of. So now I'm working on more um, creating processes to make things easier and better for us. So I'm working on different PowerPoints and different um, documentations of this is how you do this process. This is how you do this process. So like building kind of like a wiki for us. Um, So now that's kind of more of what I'm doing. And what is your favorite thing about your role? My team. I have such an awesome team of women. It's literally just four of us. And um, my boss is amazing. She's Irish. She's super cool. She's really supportive. I never feel like... I never feel undermined. I never feel disrespected. I never feel like I can't say anything or ask questions. Um, So I'm just really inspired by the people that I work with. And how did you find this job? Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's going to be another cool story. It's not that cool. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I, uh, I was working a different temp job in Auckland, not too far from here. And uh, I was told that, oh, they wanted to interview me here. And I didn't really know much about Downer at the time, um, but I didn't like the job I was at. And I, came here um, to interview on my lunch break at the other job. No. I was, and I came and I told them that when I got here, I was like, I'm just on my lunch break, this other job, but I like really want to be here. I want to do this interview. And I had no idea what to expect when I first came into the role, but I feel so incredibly lucky because Downer, first of all, like they're an amazing company with diversity and inclusion. They've got so many programs like to help Maori people find jobs to help women find more engineering jobs. American people may not know what Maori is here. I mean, okay. there. Yeah. So Maori um, people would be like the native people to New Zealand, like the original people here. Cool. And um, what would you say is a challenge that you've successfully overcome and what did you learn from it? I feel like the biggest challenge has just been accepting that, that I am good enough, that I can do this work and be open to new experiences and learning new things. Like I'm learning Python right now and I have so much doubt about being able to learn it, doing well. Um, Cause my end goal is to, to become a programmer and a developer. Um, and I feel like that's the hardest thing as a woman today is kind of just believing in yourself and knowing that you can do it because it's easy when, you know, you hear positive reinforcement. It's easy when, you know, you have friends that lift you up. But when you go home and you're by yourself alone at home, you have to believe it. If you don't believe it, then none of that praise is going to matter. Completely. How are you teaching yourself Python? What resources are you accessing? Um, so I'm using Code Academy right now. And I also have uh, an app on my phone called Solo Learn. Solo Learn? Yeah. Haven't and, heard of it. Um, yeah. And so I really like the app because if you get a question wrong... Um, it'll pop up with comments and you can go into the comments and everyone has like all the advice and steps as to not just the correct answer, but why the answer is the correct answer. So it kind of really breaks it down and explains it. And it's this massive community. Um, So yeah, it's really cool. So you guys don't know this because it sounds seamless the way Adam is putting it together. Thank you to our amazing editor, Adam. But things happen in life and uh, we're as together as we can be. Sometimes we're not together. And on the interview with Kayla, I actually ran out of memory and I had stopped looking down at the recorder toward the end. And now we have to redo the last little bit of our interview. And the reason I want to share that is because 
sometimes we seem like we have everything figured out and everything under control and there's no mistakes done and shit happens and you're not going to be perfect. I've been a disheveled mess this whole morning and this just adds to it. And it's okay. It doesn't mean I'm a bad podcaster. It doesn't mean I'm someone not to be respected. It doesn't mean anything negative. It's just something that happened. And I think that's important that I share that and that it doesn't get covered over because I know Adam's one of the most amazing editors on the planet where he could make it just sound like nothing happened, but something did happen. And, um, and that's okay. We can move forward our dreams and our projects and whatever it is. And things don't have to work out perfectly in that process. So we're going to, we're going to redo the end. I'm, I'm personally not into things not being as organic and, and as possible, but I mean, we want you to have the story. So we're going to do our best to retell it. Thank you, Kayla, for being a trooper on this. That's okay. <laughs> um, as, as you said, shit happens. Shit happens. So, okay. So Kayla was sharing with me this amazing perspective she had on the opportunity of the interviewer self. And then, um, and then we went into just like wrapping up and how we could connect with her and anything else that we think of as we redo the ending of this podcast interview. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I was saying that I felt really intimidated to do the podcast. I, after listening to it, all these amazing women that they're, you know, they're CEOs of their own companies and they've been doing it for years and they're like, really just amazing women. And I'm, you know, I thought to myself, who am I? I'm not doing any of those things, but I kept repeating this kind of uh, mantra in my head or this phrase of just because I'm not a CEO of my own company or just because I didn't create an app that's saving lives or, or anything like that. That doesn't mean that my story doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that I don't matter. That doesn't mean that I'm not a badass woman in tech because I am and I do matter. And it doesn't mean that I can't make a positive influence on people. I totally can. So. And then, and then what I said, and I, to- I was like, yes, <laughs> we high fived. We high fived. Yeah. It was so like, yeah. okay, you guys, when she first said it, like it was so rad. It was so rad to go. So we had this conversation earlier in the, in the episode that you guys heard. And it's that a lot of, um, a lot of, People, when I approach them about the podcast, they say, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not interesting. And it blows my mind how often I hear that. And so when Kayla had her own self-realization of like, I'm awesome and and I don't need to be saving lives with technology in order to be awesome at what I'm doing and feel passionate and have a story to share. And it was I have a long ways to go, but. Just because I'm still on my journey and I'm not, you know, making millions of dollars and all donating it and saving all the lives and doing all the things. It doesn't mean that I don't have value, that I don't have something to offer other people. So. And then we did this. And we did this. Yes. And then we did it twice. Yeah. Yes. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, thank yeah. you. Okay. So Kayla, tell me, how can people find out more about Downer? Uh, so down in New Zealand, uh, we're on Twitter, on Facebook, um, I believe on Instagram as well. Um, it's just D-O-W-N-E-R um, space N-Z. Uh, so down in New Zealand. Uh, we do have an Australian branch. Um, but yeah, if, you're one, if you want to look up down in New Zealand, uh, me, you can find me personally on Instagram as she wolf in space. Uh, so that's S-H-E-W-O-L-F-I-N-S-P-A-C-E. And you can find me on Twitter as SheWolfCodes, 
That's S-H-E-W-O-L-F-C-O-D-E-S. And we were talking a little bit about, and I just want to make sure, because I didn't re-listen to our whole episode, you guys. We were talking a little bit about um, how you're learning how to do Python, and you brought up Code Academy. Oh, yeah, Code Academy. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell us, uh, like, how are you learning how to do Python? Um, yeah, so just Code Academy. It's completely free to sign up and everything. Um, you can pay for more advanced courses. Right now, I'm just on the free one, just kind of getting the reins. Um, so... Just learning on there. Um, then I also have an app on my phone, which is called Solo Learn. And I really like that one because whenever you get a question wrong, um, you can see that comments will pop up and you can go into the comments section and people break it down as to why it's the incorrect answer and what the right answer is and why. So it's not just giving it to you, but explaining exactly why. And it's really, really good. It's a strong community on there. I gave Kayla a bunch of stickers, women in tech stickers. And um, and then it dawned on me that I've never told you guys that there are women in tech stickers. I didn't know there were stickers. No. I'm really excited. Though. <laughs> so if you want a women in tech sticker, tweet at women tech show uh, or Instagram at women tech show or Facebook at women in tech show and we'll get you a sticker. Um, and then I was sharing that um, I really love the barter exchange kind of like when I stay at a hostel I have a tomato and I'm like do you want a tomato and then and then you were saying because I was saying when you go to the upcoming Facebook women in tech thing in Auckland you should be like here's a sticker yeah and then it like enhances the conversation and then you were sharing this thing in um your your is it your husband no, no. okay no. your boyfriend um yeah so um in Fiji Indian culture um or maybe it's just his family i'm yeah, not yeah. even sure but uh whenever his mom gets a dish from from her mother um so his grandmother um she always gives it back with something in it so you never give an empty dish basically that's yeah. all yeah I, I i just love that concept of exchanging that you guys thank you for bearing with us as we recreate that and adam we really appreciate you for being an awesome editor. Leave that in. And uh, if you guys want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group, womenintechvip.com. Remember, you don't need to be perfect to be perfect. Bye. Bye. My name is Esprit Devora host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.